baby. Ooh, we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. Finally we're jamming here. Christ Almighty. Christ Almighty. Christ Almighty what? What's wrong, buddy? Uh, it's the fact that we haven't had an episode in two weeks and I miss doing this. Aw, oh, I'm insane, bro. I'm sorry that uh, it, editing takes a while. Our, our lives have just been also so busy. I've been I've been busy doing stuff. But I was like, we gotta get back. But uh, we knew we needed to get back because wrestling needed predicting. Yes. Many other things needed predicting at this place, wherever the heck we are. Yes. W- where are we? We are here uh, at the holy place. Known as the J and JC Here Cast Podcast, where I am Jordan. And I am Jared. And we're back at the J the JJC Curacast Podcast. A podcast about who cares? We care. It's stuff we care about. Yes, yeah, stuff we care about. And yeah. If, and if you and if you we're talking about stuff that you don't care about for whatever reason, you can check the time codes in the description that Jared always lovingly takes the time to write out after this whole editing. I don't know why I'm speaking like Shatner, but <laughs> we're talking about uh, things like uh, the the final death of the iPod. The uh, attack of Dave Chappelle on stage. We got another look at uh, gameplay from Gotham Knights. The season three trailer for Umbrella Academy. WWE sucks. That That's not really news. Yeah, that really isn't. Uh, the creator clash happened. Yes. And we end things by giving our predictions for AEW Double or Nothing. Hell yeah. Yay. So, I guess... Well, first of all, Jordan, how have you been? How have you been? We're just going straight into things. How have you been, sir? Uh, I, I've, been, I've been doing all right. I've been getting busier and busier. Uh, my job has been picking up in a big way, and it's like, hey, so the stuff that you've been working on is kind of gearing back so mm-hmm. things have been a little slowly hey guess what we got a bunch of new stuff for you to do oh no which, which is actually stuff that i have uh, that i have said that i would like to be doing you know not to say that the not to say the stuff i've been working on for the past you know six months has been bad it's been good it's mm-hmm. been, you know they've been everyone's been very good to me and still is it's it's just like i look i look at the i look at the new work i'm like oh boy oh no hmm. but it's like i asked for it so hey i'm learning you can't always get what you want but you try some yeah. time even though it even though it is what i want it is what you want and it makes me think wait did i really I want, want this, this? <laughs> are you sure is this really what you want in life yeah. are you what sure what do you want to do in your life yeah. how about you jared I've been doing all right, just working. I've been um, hanging out with my girl a lot too. We uh, celebrated six months recently. I actually didn't even talk about that. And tra- I was, you know, that'll lead perfectly into JJ Travels. I saw the Staten Island Zoo and the uh, Botanical Garden for a little bit, even though they weren't a huge amount yet. We had a good time together. Yeah. Um, just spent the day together. And it was a lovely time. Aww, um, yeah. I think we ended the night. Watching some rat, watching uh, wrestling, but that was last week, and I can't remember yes. entirely off last week. I've got this week stuff to worry about because we just and last week stuff, so we'll get because we'll and we'll get to wrestling later. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go straight into J and J travels also because that's where honestly where we were. Yes. So tell me about these two Michael Bay movie weirdos. Okay, so I wanted to support 
my local business. So I went back to Chubsy Wubsy's toy store in oh Little boy. Falls, New Jersey. And uh, these two guys were uh, discounted on sale since they had been around kicking around for us. So I figured, why not? I got two Studio Series Transformer figures. I can hear you. I just need to close real quick. Yeah, sure. That's fine. I got two of them. And uh, the first one I got is uh, Dino from uh, The Dark of the Moon. Ooh. Yeah, he's from the third movie. He's an Autobot, uh, and he is supposed to turn into a Ferrari, but um, Hasbro couldn't get the the likeness license back, so they he turns into a Ferrari, <laughs> an approximation of a Ferrari. Like huh. it's close, but not, but uh, but it's like legally distinct enough to not be a Ferrari. So it's good there. Robot mode's pretty good. Uh, weapon wise, he's only really got the arm blades, which are fine. I mean, they are accurate to what he had. A little small for my liking, but I think they're unique as far as weapons go. Articulation-wise, no real ankle. Ankles can move left and right, but that's the only hindrance on there. Um, what I really like is the transformation, how a lot of the car folds up into this really neat little backpack that actually kind of becomes, like, part of his physical mass. Ah, so it doesn't feel like it's actually, you know, just carrying the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not just sort of hanging out there. It's, uh... My the, God, uh, my dogs. <laughs> yeah, I know. The front the front hood of the car uh, sort of elegantly folds behind the hood, the roof of the car, which folds in half, which then the rear bumper and spoiler fold up right on the back here mm -hmm. around it in a pretty beautiful accordion of plastic. So I got to say, I'm a big... Even though he's kind of a loser, I really, with little screen time, I really do like Dino. Nice. With his elegant design and <laughs> very, very sexy look. And uh, Jolt looked at that and just said, oh, okay, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to look at Dino and do none of that. Oh, <laughs> look at him. He's so boxy. Look at this. This is this whole room. The hood is just, oh, yeah. Was it supposed to it's a signal like it's supposed to look like a cape almost or something? Uh, in a way, I suppose, yeah. But I just, I, I love the way he looks. He's <laughs> such a doofus. Jesus Christ. Now, the head, uh, the head, the head sculpt is a point of contention for many because everyone thought that uh, the head that this guy had been getting for previous toys was his actual head from the movies, but. No, this was his. This is his actual in-movie appearance because this character was added so late to the second movie. Like he was added like the very last minute. So everyone and his only shots were mostly in vehicle mode <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> so no one really saw what he actually looked like. And then when this toy came out, everyone was had a Baron uh, Berenstein Berenstein Bears mode. Everyone was like, "That's not what he looks like." And then they're like, "Oh my God, yes, he is." How did they confuse really that? Funny. Wait, how did they confuse that? Yeah, I don't know, because we were all used to, like, seeing the, um... Because Jolt didn't get any screen time. We're all used to the toy with, like, the different head. As far as weapons go, he's got these, uh, giant, like, whips, basically. Oh, okay, I almost thought that was a javelin. Yeah, it kind of looks like one. They're supposed to, like, uh, you lift off a finger and then you peg it into where the finger hole was, so it looks like his... It, it's extending out of his body. I find them more useful as like Mortal Kombat Scorpion uh, dart ropes, which is very cool. Um, Get over here, ropes. Yeah, but I again, I like I like this guy's transformation as well, even though it's not as elegant, even though he's a little hard to pose. I still like him because he's just a he's just a bulky boy. 
Yeah, he's a bulky boy. He used to complete. It's very interesting how you have two similar toys coming out of roughly the same time. Yeah. With completely different design philosophies. So those are my two losers that had little to no screen time on nice. my shelf now. So that was that. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, while you were there, I went to uh, the MMRBQ this past weekend. Yeah. This was, uh, I w- it was basically their uh, WMMR. It was their music festival that they have at the, uh, well, what used to be the BB&T Pavilion. It is now the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion mm. in Camden. And there was eight bands on the card. I only got to see like six of them, but that's okay. So I missed uh, Huxley. I don't really know who they are. Honestly, never seen them, heard of them. Apparently, they're a local act. They sounded they sounded good, but also they sounded like every other rock band, every other uh, other rock band. You know, I I missed Lilith Czar, but I also missed her at a what was it called, the Rock the Rock Fest at the Prudential Center. It was, hey, for, I heard her this time, actually, and she sounded pretty good, actually. She sounded pretty decent. Good. Let's see. The next band was a band I was really looking forward to, actually. I thankfully got to see the performance. A band called Crowbot. Mm. Little band. Not sure where they're exactly from. If I could sh- give you... Oh, man, I wish I, could, I had these more on my... F- uh, on here. <laughs> Because uh, the lead singer, uh, long-haired, like, hippy-dippy looking hair, perfect V open, like, down to his crotch, gold tights, you can s- nice. basically see his crotch. Awesome. Pink, uh, no, purple, like, jacket vest thing. I-, I don't know exactly. He covered his whole everything except for, like, the V of his body. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. He was very active, very Roman around the stage. It was a good performance. He sang amazing. Like he could, like he belted out just the same exact way you sounded on the albums. It was also a nice uh, little thing. It was uh, his little daughter's first time ever seeing him perform, and it was her birthday also, or it was around her birthday. Aww. We sent, so the crowd sang happy birthday also to her, and it was really nice. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and uh, then they went to their biggest song. I was very satisfied. Got to the singer hopped on the guitarist's shoulders Ooh. for that for that uh, while he was doing the solo. It would not where he stood perfectly well. It was amazing. That's impressive. Also, yeah. this I, I could have sworn that uh, the guitar player did a, did a split at least once or twice. I don't remember. Oh, they were very cool. active on stage and fun. Uh, oh, I actually cool. got to be in the pit for that because uh, the first four bands there was no assigned seating. Oh, okay. Yeah, so anyone even on the lawns could go down and be close to the bands. It was an awesome performance. Yeah, he even sang on the shoulders for a little, for the, for a little bit, too, before they got to the last chorus. Lex Band, awesome act. Glad I got, uh, saw them. Left the tank top though at my girlfriend's yesterday, so oops. Otherwise, I would have been wearing that tonight. And, uh, that was the only merch that I got there um, because... Well, that was the only one I was really interested in. They, it was one of those things where there were so many bands that not every band had merch or got to even have merch out there. Not every band was even on tour, apparently. They were just at doing the show. For example, Low Cut Connie. I think they are on tour. Maybe uh, I saw one shirt of theirs. They were okay. They were the next band. I recognized some songs, but if I told you them, if I got a set list, I couldn't point out the name of one of them that I recognized. But they were good. And then the next band, well, this is when assigned seating started. Of Li- Living Color. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. You bet your ass I heard uh, Cult of Personality. Oh, yeah, they have to play that, yeah. Of course, they played a bunch of other great songs. Uh, they came on a little late. The sound check, you could tell, was going awful. Okay. Yeah, because they were like out there for the sound check. Like you could just yeah, watch so them do Mike, it. Mike, check two. Mike, fuck. The second two. The, the singer, uh, one of the one of the microphones just wouldn't work the whole time, and they were having mic issues all night with a few of the bands. Oh God. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, hey, they still pulled it out of the bag. They like lost a song at one point, though. They literally the guitar was like, "We're losing songs by the minute." Every time you work, because the singer's just trying to work the crowd. I felt bad because they were like they must have gotten cut off, but they went over a little bit anyway. I think uh, yeah. singer was wearing an Invader Zim shirt, which was awesome. Cool. Yeah, it was orange and everything. So you know, Nickelodeon orange. <laughs> that's, that, that's I guess how he, he was yelling at the guitar player just like that. So you know. <laughs> It worked. Oh my god, what is with my doggies? I love the both of the, the two of them, but they are so loud. Uh, oh, interrupting dogs. And just as I say it, never mind. <laughs> uh, so we got, so, so the ne- Living the ex- Color was good. Next was Royal Blood. What was that? Royal like? Blood is a uh, two-act band, a two-member two band, two band uh, drummer and a, well, they sometimes also have a keyboards who comes in for a few songs too but also a bass player who's got a huge pedal board where all the effects make it sound like he's still playing guitar and he plays it like guitar it was it was an amazing thing to see live if you if you you gotta look up the band royal blood and uh check out what they do i've uh it's it's an amazing show i recommend okay. it recommend I royal look blood. At this guy's pedal oh here we go pedal board set up oh god wow share it for, share it for everybody share it for everybody god okay uh all right share for the class well i also explained right. that uh pretty reckless we're on next for those of you who have their bingo boards at home you can fill in the block that says jordan doesn't remember how discord works it's okay you got it right uh, you got go. it fine god look go. at that oh look at that jesus amazing with all that stuff, he makes the bass sound like a guitar. It's a, it's, it's amazing what he does. Unbelievable. All right. Check out, check out videos of them live. It was a. Oh. Next act was uh, the Pretty Reckless. Mm-hmm. The Pretty Reckless. I was worried about seeing because I'd heard from uh, our old friend Bob Giaquinto, who had seen them live a few times, that they were just not good. And I will be honest, they sounded great. They looked great live, but there was something often missing still. I feel like they needed something else to go on with the act itself, like something in the background. I guess they just had, because all they had was like a big tarp with the name of the band on it. Living Color didn't even have that, and neither did Royal Blood. Royal Blood just had these cool lights. Mm. Pretty Reckless were just on stage, and they looked great. They sounded great, or they sounded like them. There was just no razzmatazz. Yeah, it was just it was just you were just watching them acting like she was just running around on stage somewhat, you know, doing sexy poses, sexy dancing as she sings. Mm. I don't know. It's Taylor Momsen. She was. It was a great. It was good to see it, but I. I don't know if I'd see it again. I don't know. Maybe if like it was just one of the acts that was on as well. Maybe like they're going to be. They're going to be on tour. I think with um Hailstorm soon, and I'd love to see Hailstorm, but my dad doesn't care for Hailstorm. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't want to get tickets. I'm gonna still probably go to the show. I, don't, I want to see Hailstorm, and I wouldn't mind seeing them again. I guess whoever else is with them, maybe it'll make it even more worth it. Or I'll get cheap seats. The final act was Disturbed, and you know it's freaking Disturbed. Of course it was good. Oh yeah, of course. That's it. Moving on. I gotta move on. We got we gotta keep moving on with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Take it too long. Let's talk about influencers punching each other in the face for charity. Yeah. Because you this this sounds like fun. I gotta watch this after we're done. Oh yeah. Yeah, the creator clash it was so good it was so much fun it's such a good respectful event for uh boxing itself i was proud to see everyone who trained and they worked obviously really hard the ones that worked really hard you could tell just mm-hmm. by how how the matches worked and how well they went to go basically in order of the matches let's just tell them how 
how it was. Uh, uh, let me start the, with the origin of the event. The origin of the event is that iDubs, uh, the main guy behind it, was challenged by a guy named Ricegum, who's a piece of shit YouTuber, who wanted to try and promote this show with um, Keemstar, another piece of shit YouTuber who does Drama Alert. Mm. And... They uh, I was like, no, I will not work with those people. Uh, I will not work with uh, with Keemstar. Uh, but if you want to work together, sure, maybe. Rice Gum just backs out, go- completely goes him. Idub is like, okay, well now I'm gonna do this anyway because I did actually a bunch of work for it already. And uh, after you just gave up on me, and he put on this amazing boxing event where he challenged Dr. Mike. I don't know if anyone of you know Dr. Mike is like a legend on YouTube, I guess. Yeah, he's one of the, he's a veteran, I guess. Something like that. Idubs is also a veteran, I'd consider. Yes. From YouTube, they were. That was one of the. That was the main event of the show. I I don't know Doctor Mike as much, but apparently he's just like he vlogs. He's an actual doctor. Got this just amazing rock star life almost. Mm. I think his doctor though is that he's a chiropractor or no? He might act, be an actual actual doctor. He looks like he's an actual doctor. Yay. <laughs> but let's talk about some of the other event, uh, people that are part of this, like Super Mega, the uh, gaming channel. Yes. Uh, I'm not a fan of them as much, but I was, or uh, I like when they've done stuff with Game Grumps. Yes. Now one of their guys, Matt Watson, uh, in the very first round fought uh, Dad, who also known as Nathan Barnett, aka the guy from one of the very early hits of YouTube, Evolution of Dance. Yes, I rem- I know him. Yes. Exactly. He transformed his body. He looked a freaking amazing, and he kicked Matt Watson's ass in 22 seconds. Damn. Yeah, it was it was a very quick fight. He brought a body bag. There was a great little fun rivalry where they like dad made merch that had like a tombstone with Matt Watson's name on it. It was it was a very fun rivalry. Matt Watson's partner Ryan McGee fought Alex Ernst next and also lost, but they had a longer fight that was it was all right. It was all right. They worked hard. They prepared. I should point out, the, uh, most of these people have had at least, like, three months of training. Yes. So it wasn't just, like, idiots swinging their fists around. Mm-hmm. Which it was, is good. Yes. It was a lot. It wasn't idiots. They were all training very hard for this. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The next fight, I believe, after that was... I did a thing against the odd ones out. Yeah. Now, if I remember, I did a thing. I believe he is an animator. No, no, he is not animator. One of them was an animator. Who was the animator? Odds One Out has animations associated with him. I know that. Oh, no, he is the animator. Yeah, Odd One's Out is the animator. Yeah. He's got these, like, very cute animations and such. It was, uh, I did a thing versus Odd One's Out. I, re- I don't know either of these guys, really, who they are. I know that... The guy from I Did a Thing won, mm. and um, he came in. His entrance was very uh, was very fun. He like did a, like a dance to the music of his entrance. It was great uh, with his coach, and I think they won in like two or three rounds. It looked very dominant. After that was the first ever women's uh, creator boxing match between Yodeling Haley and Justin Minx. Yep. I believe Justin Minx is a gamer and Twitch streamer, and Yodeling Haley is a dancer from TikTok. Yes. And Haley is very young from what I know as well. Okay. At least a few years younger than Justin Minx, who, uh, who Minx looked like an animal in there. Oh, it's scary. Wow. Like, at the end of rounds when Yoli Haley's nose was bleeding, her face just looked scared as hell while Minx was like... (sighs) She was ready. She she was in it. Yep. Awesome fight. Awesome fight. I recommend watching it. The the event is over now. Uh, It was for charity. It only cost $30 to 
watch it live it was great to watch the event yeah. but a few days ago uh, idubs himself just put it for free on his youtube channel yeah it's been it's been out for a few days now i mean it like it 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 made its money for charity 1.3 million exactly going and to did, alzheimer's uh, research did a hundred yeah for what the hundred thousand pay-per-view buys amazing amazing uh the match i was excited for oh actually the, the match that happened before the two ladies was Eric for internet comment etiquette against DJ Welch. Hmm. Those two guys fought with headpieces on, with headgear on, and only went two rounds. Okay. Because <laughs> they both, well, at least Eric was not in in shape, really. He didn't look in shape. He did actually train, but he did not look in shape. Okay, yeah, so yeah some boxers look... Some killer boxers are actually, like, really good, but it's just, like, they don't train. Yeah. For I don't some know. reason, I don't know why. The fourth, I don't know, the, I believe the, uh, sixth match of the night was AB of the H3 Podcast, my boy, against Hundar of Muscle Party. Probably one of the best and most technical fights of the night, honestly. They went four rounds, and just before the fifth round, AB accidentally said that he was done instead of he was good to keep going. So they went only four rounds, but uh, AB unfortunately lost. Uh, they both had an amazing takedown of each other in the third round. Crowd went nuts. They both had great entrances. Good stuff. Next was your boy, Michael Reeves. So have you checked out some of this fight a little bit or no? Did you no, look- I haven't seen this fight yet, but I love Michael Reeves. The, yeah, t- uh, I've seen him only a couple times. He's fucking hilarious. Tell me about him. I don't know him at all. Uh, on, honestly, there's not much to say. Like, I, I've just seen, like, you know the YouTube, like, shorts? Like, they're almost, like, their mm-hmm. answer to, like, Instagram stories? Yeah. I, he's just popped up. Reels? Oh. On my thing. And, like, my first exposure to him, I think this was him, was some, like, t- some TikTok thing where his girlfriend, like, was wearing heels. She's like, how do you feel, how does it make you feel that I'm taller than you? And he just dryly responded, all my hide went into my cock. <laughs> just, it, yeah, that's like the love. That's like sort of like the just dry humor that comes out of this guy. Beautiful. I need to go watch his fight because apparently Michael Reeves, I believe he won. Yeah, he kicked ass. He kicked and ass. And also concussed his opponent. Not maliciously. Yes, he actually not did do that. No, not maliciously. Yeah. Boxing. Yeah. Yep, so. it just happens. Yeah, so I got to go see that fight. The co-main event. I also actually quickly watched the fight between, uh, oh God, it was the co-main event. Harley from Epic Mealtime against Ego Raptor, a.k.a. Aaron from Game Grumps. Aaron! (laughs) That was a fun fight. I like that. Oh, it was good. It only went two rounds, and Harley came out to uh, The Man Who Sold the World, performed by Nirvana. Very nice. Oh, it was great. He came out. Yeah, that that was, it was a nice, it was a good two-round fight. I think, I think it was a fight that ended with referee stoppage i believe yeah something like that yeah also it was just like yeah this fight's over (laughs) pull him away from aaron (laughs) he was a lot bigger than aaron oh yeah a lot bigger but then harley after the fight called out dr disrespect oh god yeah who's like six foot eight so they're like that could be an actual like good match apparently all right yeah i don't know who hopefully that happens and we already talked about idubs and dr mike great they went the distance full round main event originally it was supposed to be four three minute matches like in like in regular boxing but Mm -hmm. the only way they wanted you know it was a main event they had to make sure they went the distance they had to you know sell the show on this yeah so they changed it like last minute last second to you know five two minute rounds Oh, okay. Like the rest of the fights were. All the other fights that night were like that. 
Yeah. All right. So I recommend checking out this event. Uh, donate to the charity. I believe that the links are going to be still be up there. It was yes. a very good, very respectful boxing fight. Better than any of the thriller stuff with Logan Paul, KSI, and Ben Askren. None yeah, of that shit. It, yeah, it was sort of meant to be fun, I, from what I understand. It was great. I very yes. much enjoyed it. Yeah. And apparently the second one's coming soon. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. I think they're going to yeah. do this. They're going to definitely do a second one. I can't wait. My dogs. Yep. Okay, while my dogs are, are chanting or yelling at me, or well, I don't know, I'll, t- I'll tell you something. This movie delays as well. Shazam is getting delayed. I did not know when it was go- when it is coming out now, but it was originally. This movie was even coming out. Shazam: Wrath of the Gods. You remember that? Me. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was originally Sorry. coming out the same weekend as Avatar: The Way of the Water. Okay. So yeah, I was going to be trying to compete with Avatar. Yeah. I mean, I I still don't understand why Avatar did so well. Like, was it just IMAX and special effects and all that? Um, it did not do well. It's, it did not do well its opening weekend, but it word of mouth just kept spreading, and it was good for foreign audiences. Okay. So it's like the globally people like yeah exactly themselves to it. Okay. Yeah, basically. Who cares? The Super Mario movie has been delayed now uh, a long time because they needed more time to work on it. And, hey, Nintendo will delay anything. It was apparently an announcement from Shigeru Miyamoto himself. Yes, yeah, he announced it. And I believe Shigeru Miyamoto was the one who said uh, a delayed game will be what can eventually be good but a bad game is bad forever exactly exactly something like that so it's now being pushed back to april 7th 2023 in the united Mm. states i believe it's going to be like a little bit later than that in japan for some reason i don't know why okay the marvels and ant-man 3 have switched release dates interesting okay i don't know why the marvel stuff has been very difficult anyway i mean miss marvel got delayed so much too it was supposed to come out of like in like november last year or i don't know late late fall last year and now it's coming out like a week before my birthday it's coming out on my dad's birthday (laughs) yeah so i mean that's miss marvel at least the the marvels is supposed to even include her in that movie too so i guess the guy in either some way incorporate her or figure something else out i I don't know exactly Mm -hmm. but ant-man 3 i guess that's gonna be coming soon we're gonna be seeing more of kang after we saw him in loki really kang conquer is gonna be in this one yeah that's confirmed oh okay yeah it was already being cast i mean he who shall not be named he who remains i mean to say not who shall not be named that's voldemort (laughs) yeah voldemort yeah (laughs) he who remains i get to touch you scott (laughs) exactly so ant-man and the wasp quantum mania is going to be coming out now i believe in february of next year and the marvels is going to be in like july of next of next year Yes. Well, we still have to wait now for Thor: Love and Thunder, which I know also just had a trailer release. We put it out on our um, our Facebook and Twitter channel on Twitter channels. Make sure you check those uh, those out and react. See what you tell us what you guys think. Mm-hmm. So, but hopefully this will be out before this episode will be out before that actually comes out. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have to talk about Dave Chappelle getting attacked on stage. Yep. So this happened, you know. Another comedian getting attacked on stage not long after, you know, Chris Rock gets slapped. Yeah. So my problem is this sets a precedent that, like, people actually can start attacking comedians just because they don't like what the comedian says, and that's an awful thing. Com- that, that- yeah, no, that's not good. Like, now, granted, we should say Dave Chappelle has made awful jokes about the trans community. Yes, but he also has been very supportive of the tra- trans community as well. In, in okay, he's always turned that around recently? I don't know. People misconstrue him all the time. I don't know what to f- think about what he says, yeah, on, that's, if I'm being that's honest. Sort of, and, yeah, I've heard good and bad things about him. 
with this community, so. Okay. I don't know. I've been told to stop, so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we will need more information on this. But in the meantime, yeah. In the meantime, though, it sucks that he was tackled on stage, and uh, it sets a bad precedent. Cause it, you know what? Because I actually even saw it today on a bathroom break at work. I was scrolling through, like, YouTube shirts, and another comedian getting, like, attacked by someone on stage because they were challenging him. They were drunk as hell, but still. What happened immediately, though, with the guy who attacked Dave Chappelle, though, is he got, like, immediately attacked by a bunch of people. Did you see, yeah. like, images of what he looked like afterwards? No, he got I haven't, I, I imagine he looked like uh, he looked like FTR got a hold of him or something. Yeah, oh god, he, he they beat the shit out of him. Oh yeah. So um, who who is it that came out? To, uh, apparently, a few people. Uh, let's see. Two uh, two show opened for Chappelle. Ten minutes into Chappelle's set, Chris Rock, who was at Tuesday night's show and, of course, was slapped by Wilson on stage, joined him on stage. Dressed in a bit in a baggy tank top and smoking his favorite cigarettes, American Spirits, Chappelle took the stage uh, to a hero's welcome to a, from a small crowd. He went immediately into the topic of the Tuesday night attack on the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, oh, goodness. See, Chappelle described being embraced immediately after the incident by his son. Uh, by a son whom told him to... Uh, what the hell? What, am I looking at the right story? Seems to be going over the um, sort of like the details of the event. Okay, just making sure. Listen, well, so he was attacked on stage and sets a bad pre- precedent for you know what could happen to with comedy. What could happen with comedians having to be like blocked for so much for what they say. Yeah. I don't even know exactly what Chappelle said, but you know he still shouldn't have been attacked on stage. Yeah, no. Also, it's like you, you know, maybe get better security, I suppose. But yeah, the main thing is that you know, if you know, if you don't like a certain comedian, don't support them. Don't spend money to show exactly. up to the show. This yeah. there's something about him being like a MAGA raptor too, maybe also, and uh, having a song literally called Dave Chappelle. I, this I, where he mentioned about trying to go see him and and attack him in a song, maybe. <sighs> I don't know. He was a SoundCloud rapper, maybe too. I think he was that, that from. That's what I heard too. Is that he was definitely a SoundCloud rapper. Okay. <laughs> uh, but who gives a crap about this guy now? We don't need to say his name. We don't need to embrace a loser like that to try to attack someone. It's like yeah, like other things recently that we're not going to talk about. Yeah. So instead, we're going to talk about the iPod. Yeah. It has <laughs> officially been discontinued. Sadly. In the arms um, of the angel. Did you have an iPod, Jared? I had a few iPods, sir. Yeah, what colors did you have? Or did you just get whatever you got? I just got whatever I got. I didn't have, like, this kind of nano. Okay, yeah. I had, um, let's see. I had, well, I had, like, one of the old nanos that had only, like, two gigabytes of music that I could fit on there. Was not a lot. Mm, yeah, two gigabytes. Uh, yeah, that's considered small now. Exactly. Very skin, very skinny, very tiny. I remember it having. Uh, I'm playing solitaire on it, listening to like mm-hmm. full Rush album. Uh, no, my first, some of my first full Springsteen albums on there. I then eventually, when I got to high school, got an iPod Touch instead. Went through like a few of those because I needed the better one, and my mom wasn't letting me have a smartphone yet. I didn't need a smartphone. I, I got through high school fine without a smartphone, honestly. It would have helped yeah, me a lot more. Yeah. I mean, I had, now I that's had, all like, you can get. I had the Motorola Razor that you could flip open mm. like a normal phone, but then you can also flip it sideways to have like a keypad. Oh, I had one of those too. Or yeah, something like that. Anyways, a Verizon the iPod, LG. The iPod. Yeah, the iPod it is gone. Came out, 
Yes, it came out. The iPod Touch came out in 2007. The original iPod launched in 2001. There was actually, like, there were even games that you could play on it. Like, like you said, Solitaire, Sudoku. I think Fruit Ninja got on there when the iPod Touch came out. Oh, yeah, I remember Fruit Ninja. Uh, Fruit Ninja, Temple Run. Oh, my um, God, Temple Run. I love Temple Run so much. Yeah. Oh, my God, so much. Yeah, and, of course, like, everyone remembers the uh, the silhouette commercials. Yeah, oh, God. Obviously. I remember one that involving, like, an Israeli singer at one point, too. But, of course, there's the YouTube Vertigo one, the very famous for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's, uh... God, what was your one of your favorite games in, to play on the iPod? Or did you have an iPod Touch? I had an iPod Nano, I believe. Ah. That's what I that's what I had. I think I had a I had a black one, definitely. Mm. It was it was like a short square one. Hmm. It was a short squ- it was a short square black one that I had with like the rolly thing. So I guess it wasn't the touch. Mm. I had an iPod Nano, but Yeah. I had the touch up until recently. Uh, I lost it. I lost my old iPod touch, whatever it was. Oh. I think it was a Gen 5 one. And um, I kind of just didn't need it anymore. I started using Spotify. Yeah. I haven't really used Apple Music that much. Mine might still be So I guess, you know, somewhere. as long as they're not ending up in a landfill. Like, you know. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. yeah. If there's still some good ones, you can use, not use their parts. Yeah, exactly. Like, scrap them for parts, something like that. Yeah. You can definitely do so, that yeah, with technology. yeah, there goes another piece of technology. Use God phones. rest, the iPod Touch. Someday, like, it'll come back something, like, re- in a retro way. Oh, my God. Yeah, limited Imagine. release iPods. <laughs> charge like 800 bucks from oh god 800 dollars yeah people will be willing to pay that much at that point yeah i mean yeah like they'll they'll probably do a made to order thing for like a limited window yeah but will people also be paying square enix any more money after this failed game uh will platinum games even still be open (laughs) at this point so okay so this is a bit of an old one so it's probably not relevant but i want to talk about it because it's kind of sad and really funny Okay. And that's the best kind of story. So, Babylon's Fall, Platinum Games' latest developed video game published by Square Enix, is a is sort of like an answer is sort of like their sort of version of Borderlands, I guess. It's a live service game. It's a it's, you know, it's a loot hunting game and it came out uh, it looked bad, and apparently it did not play well, which is mm-hmm. crazy because it's game. Platinum Games. They made Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. They made Transformers Devastation. They made Astral Chain. They make good action games, and apparently this one is just not good, whether it was Square Enix forcing them to make a live service game because those games have the potential to make These a crap ton generic of god-level amount of money. What? These characters look generic as shit. I know, yeah, that's the problem. Holy so, shit. Um, yeah, so this game came out on March 3rd. You know, not really good look. And this it is on- actually got so bad. Go ahead, Jared. This is on the, the new generation consoles? Yes, it is. This looks PS3 graphics. I know, yeah. So it got has gotten bad to the point where... The player base on PC dropped to literally just one person. What? Then the, per- then the one person uh, who goes on Twitter by the name of, uh, I'm going to screw this up, um, Dashiel Wood, uh-huh. uh, or Dash, I guess, just goes, not a joke, this is literally me. 
you know, where he's, he goes on to say, like, he's always been a big fan of Platinum Games. He actually says, like, there's actually like there is actually some good stuff about the game. It's just that it's just not super interesting. And this being a live service game online, it's meant to help host a lot of people. So he talks about how experiences, how like a lot of the hub worlds are. Oh, my God. It literally uh, is just like, him in between missions are like super barren and like super like super gigantic and weird how did they get this image if it's just them what were they watching what image are you looking at um the, from the tweet on kotaku <laughs> uh yeah they just it was just an article that they had and they just um they just looked up um there there are websites that actually show concurrent uh-huh. player bases oh i didn't know that. um yeah because um star wars battlefront 2 has that and that's how i how i found out and made the jump to try and play that in the first place because i'm like is this game dead or not you know mm. and that's a good way to kind of figure out about that makes sense get that range makes a guess yeah absolutely so at, i mean this i mean this game is dead oh yeah it shows on uh yeah it show it actually shows on steam like current number you know number of players the Online. 24 hour peak and then like an all-time peak on like steam and things like that you got a you got um, an image yeah hold on yeah it's on uh steam charts so let me pull this up oh yeah, straight up from steam charts yeah from april 30th to may 7th had like a thousand people on it that's not good that's that's terrible <laughs> over the course of a month yeah that's terrible oh yeah that could be like people logging in more than once also yeah oh yeah Yo, this game sucks. Um, I'm very worried about Platinum Games because uh, they're they're a good studio, and I don't want to see them go away. Hopefully not. You know what the problem is? You know what the problem is? What? It's all Final Fantasy XIV's fault because everything is going they, to Final Fantasy XIV thing, right now. Yeah, because that thing is a that game is god tier, and the reason why Square Enix can pay for all these failed projects is because Final Fantasy XIV is bringing in money by the boatload. <laughs> It's absurd, and then Final Fantasy XIV is like, "Hey, hey, fuckers, throw some money our way." <laughs> which, which we they, want a which game. We want to make a game. Is it gonna yeah, be which good? Has been doing. It's like maybe. It's like, is it gonna be good? We don't know. Fine. Yeah, that's what Square Enix does. They're just gonna throw money at stuff. Um, exactly. You know, I mean, I think the only thing that could probably save Platinum Games is if they just make a sequel to Metal Gear Rising. Just make mm. another writing game. <laughs> are, are they still able to do that? Oh, a writing game instead. Yeah. Uh, if they get if they get the license, if they mm. get the license, and also Metal Gear Rising has been resurging in popularity for some reason. Ooh, that's good. Oh, like, it's been like going it, for some reason. Pe- more people have been picking it up for some reason hmm. recently. I have no idea why. Also, just the game is like meme tastic. Hmm. Speaking of memes, do you have some memes to shoot to give us for uh, this Gotham Knights trailer? Uh, this Gotham Knights gameplay? Is, I can tell you the gameplay is painfully, it's just, well, not painfully, but it is okay. It is All right. fine. So uh, are there any points you want me to go to in particular? Uh, no, we can just kind of, we can just kind of walk through it gradually. That's some peaks and valleys here. So yeah, Warner Brother Games has revealed the, what the gameplay looks like for Nightwing and the Red Hood. And they show all sorts of their unique abilities, including Red Hood's, like, super jump ability, which is supposed to be, like, I guess, Lazarus Pit jumping. <laughs> mm. 
which is super fun. Now, granted, like, um, they go into the mechanics of the gameplay and things like that. And granted, Ooh. all of the combat looks very good. And this is a game they can play co-op online. And oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah, exactly. When it's when they do show off some like two like Nightwing and Robin, Nightwing and Red Hood actually teaming up to fight one giant enemy, and it's actually really fun. It looks incredibly fun. Ooh, where do I go to for that? Uh, this guy? Yeah, there. And you got team finishers and all that. This looks like it's gonna be a straight up wrestling move. <laughs> but it looks very much like Avengers. <laughs> oh. Really? And that's what has me a little worried. I'm worried that because this game like was kind of being worked fuck? on while Avengers was being worked on. As uh... and I'm worried that that was a response. Now this game has been delayed, so hopefully it it feels a lot less in that, and the there were lessons to be learned from the Avengers game. Um, but there's also you know uh, different skins and customized suits with different stats, which look okay. And the story of the game goes. Uh, into uh like the court of owls yep i can't wait for the court of owls yeah they look pretty cool behind that um is bruce wayne still alive is he dead uh i believe he's dead that's what they say he's dead that's what they're saying i don't know is this a direct sequel to arkham knight no idea who knows they're pretty vague on that i mean it's got knights so who knows yes god those acrobatics look pretty good on night though i'm not gonna lie yeah that looks pretty cool yeah. Ooh, now his stuff. He's just shooting people. It looks good. Yeah, apparently those are rubber bullets. Okay. Oh. Sure. Sure, that's rubber bullets. Those are some very, very colorful rubber bullets. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. But I hope th- I hope this is good. We've been waiting on some good games uh, from this series, right? Yeah, yeah. Arkham Knight came out back in 2016, 2015, I think. So oh, it's God. been a long time. It's been a while, but I don't want to think about that guy. <laughs> no. Instead, we can think towards even more of the future and more m- universal time jumping with uh, the Umbrella Academy Season 3. Yeah. This trailer came out about uh, sometime last week. Mm-hmm. We see the Umbrella Academy return to what they think is their home, but clearly is not. They appear to have found the Sparrow Academy. Yeah, so this is like a different dimension sort of thing. I believe so, where their father does not remember them or know who they are. Mm. He raises these other children. What it seems to be, based on the trailer, is that these are other trailer, uh, other children that were born on the same day as them. That's mm. why it happened. And, um... And they just have similar, uh, they have different other powers. Uh, their brother Ben, who died in the last one, or like whose spirit like moved on to the nether realms, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he just, what's it called? Uh, he's in this dimension though, for some reason. The other siblings just have other powers. There's probably gonna be more love involved and such. We get to see Elliot Page. Yes, we do. We get we get to see him and his uh, new look. How are they addressing the character I, that he I, plays? Actually, are they just going? Are they just they're just gonna have? I mean, it's fine if they just change it and, and just like not really mention it because everyone who knows they know. So okay, so basically at the begin, it's showing the very beginning where they like enter again. It looks like that uh, Elliot Page still looks more fe- more female at this point. Uh, and it's, so it probably is going to be something that happens mid-show. Maybe it'll be, they'll even, like, excuse it with as some sort of disguise, and then, like, but it'll become permanent, maybe? I, I don't know. Possibly. That's, that could be something. 
Yeah, that's definitely going to be the interesting part. That's going to be one of the draws. Yeah, I, I see him with, with the short hair later on. You know, an originally bisexual character that could be like evolving even more to just find out that they're that they may that they're transgender in the in the series wouldn't be wouldn't you know that would make sense. It would work. Yeah, I think. Sure, absolutely. So hopefully, uh, I can't wait to see some of the combats. We have one of the other siblings here. Looks like they're Clayface. Well, not like Clayface. Clayface, like their faces more melted or something. And it looks like we're into for some more battles and yeah. to see what else uh, these the Hargrave siblings are gonna get into. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna go back through the show? Cause I might go through like some stuff in season two again, just to go, just to catch up yeah, on it. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I watched the first two. No, I watched the. the I watched oh. the first season definitely. Second season was very good and very entertaining. I liked. Oh god, I missed what's his what's his name? Klaus. I cannot wow. wait to see the chicanery that Klaus gets into. Oh god, yeah. All of them in their terrible social cues and more. Yep. All right. It's time to move on to some to some wrestling, sir. We've been going on yeah. for a while. We need to get to some wrestling. Yes. It would seem as though that the money, 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 money is not that clean. No. So... It seems so that the DiBiase family is facing a civil lawsuit over a huge embezzlement scheme. The million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, is is, uh, facing an embezzlement scheme. Yep. Everybody's got a price. He pleaded guilty in taking part in the largest embezzlement scheme in the history of Mississippi. Ted's Heart of David Ministries is alleged to have received $2.1 million from the state as a part of the scheme. Though Ted did not face any criminal charges, according to 411 Mania, the state of Mississippi has filed a civil lawsuit against 38 people, including the DiBiase family, alleged to have been part of the scheme, received some of the funds. The DBSC family has not commented on the lawsuit. Uh, you can see the official announcement on PW Insider. So, wow, that million dollars is going to be going down to li- a little nun money. I mean, it's funny. Like you would think that a man who would turn to Christ after this stuff wouldn't, you know, screw over people. But also, you know, it's the church who screws people over all the time. Yeah, exactly. I hate televangelists just as much as the next guy. Televangelists pe- yeah. ruin people's lives. Yeah. What exactly it is that the scheme is a part of? I'm not exactly sure. Uh, it was a uh, the the heart of David Ministries. Let's see. They uh, religious nonprofit alleged to have received yes from they received a lot of money from the state and they just I guess received it and worked with didn't use it on their people like they were supposed to in their church yeah let me see okay i got something now this is from early when the news first broke about this case but things are detailed beforehand so basically teddy ogasny's son oh uh, a lot of money that was intended to insist needy families in mississippi oh uh, that was illegally spent or misappropriated in an embezzlement scheme. Brett DiBiase uh, was paid $48,000 by the DHS as the business Restore 2 used several false and fraudulent statements to receive payment along with falsifying documents, invoices, reports, and ledgers to cover up the payments. Mm-hmm. Paying back the funds with restitution with his sentencing being defer- deferred. That's good. Okay. One of the sons at least knows that, you know, give back to the people or at least try to hopefully we'll see where this leads to with the DBSC family but will they lose their hall of fame placement um sonny still hasn't <laughs> oh yeah. good yeah. lord wait i don't know if we, we haven't talked about it. i mean go look up I, I, I know i know about that i know about that uh so oh, she was involved in drunk about the listeners 
Oh, okay. So if you want to know about Tammy Sitch, if you want to make your life miserable, go ahead. Yeah, I'd rather not talk about that, but actually that reminds me of something I would like to talk about mm-hmm. that I did not include here. Sasha Banks and Naomi. Right, yeah. So this We need to talk so about this. Yeah, we didn't talk about this yet. So to summarize, they're basically fed up with the way they're being booked and the way they're being treated. Basically, they, they were the women's tag team champions, and they were allegedly going to be booked to end up being uh, fed as challengers to Ronda and whoever is the Raw Women's Champion right now, Bianca, Bianca Belair. Yeah. And that was... They didn't have any plans for the actual women's tag team championships to be defended just to have the champions be divided like that. Yeah, exactly. And now the matches. Lose. Just to elevate and, the champions already. Yeah, and they both... Well, Sasha in particular just said, yeah, I'm done, basically. She hasn't publicly said anything about it, but, she, you know, she has... There's no way out. she can come back from this, but she can go to Hollywood, probably. Yeah, no. And also, I think Naomi is sort of... Was sort of in the middle of contract negotiations as well, yep. so she's kind of test... I think she's kind of testing them. See I could see. Get, uh, and she should, and, and if they... But WWE also released a statement like saying that they like were uncomfortable with their opponents. They made like they they basically lied and tried to defend themselves. Yeah, they tried to lie and bear so which I mean their opponents were like Dewdrop and Nikki Ash who are incredibly who are very talented and yes. not and not unsafe at all. They're in fact they're quite safe. They've been working with people a long time. Dewdrop is like was a much safer larger girl than Nia Jax. That's yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, definitely by a mile. Who, yeah, by the way, did so, you hear about this? Sh- oh god, there's this other show in the UK being done by the authors of Pain, where they're Nia Jax. That look, that that company's gonna go bankrupt. That like, yes, they are World Entertainment Sports, something like that. Yeah. Wrestling Entertainment Sports. Look that up if you want to. But yeah, Sasha Banks and Naomi. I, I'm on their side more than I'm on WWE's side because on the one hand, you know, oh, they're yeah. contracted to do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, makes sense. And I mean, yeah, I don't but understand. There's also, but there's also a point of being where. Re- you gotta, you gotta actually respect yourself. A point where, yeah, yeah, you gotta, you have to stand up for yourself and go, hey, I, in order for me to keep working for you, you gotta treat us better. Know, yeah, exactly. Take us I'm, seriously. You know, and so Sasha in particular, she's like one of their biggest stars with arguably like the loudest fan base and the loudest support, and she's oh, yeah. just sort of hovering around in the mid card, and it's like just literally just push her. Just push her Literally to do just something. Have her be in the main events all the time, like exactly it's the easiest thing to do. Just give her something. Give her something. Yeah, give her an actual tag team division. Actually, try and put some time into it. Exactly. Speaking of timing, WWE doesn't have enough time to make sales on uh, where they were, or, or they weren't having enough time to make sales on where they were gonna have Money in the Bank. Yeah. So nope. Now <laughs> they're so, moving to Money a smaller bank, venue. Yeah, Money in the Bank happening Saturday, July second was originally supposed to happen in the uh, Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, which is a 65,000 capacity size stadium. However, there have been rumors buzzing for a while that they're, they were going to, the ticket sales for the stadium show was not going well and they might have to move it. And lo and behold, today the news was broken in an email to all the, all the current ticket holders <laughs> that the event was going to move to the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Vegas, which is... Is that where they're having? Seats. Is that where they're having double or nothing? Oh, I don't know. 
actually. I think it might be. Hang on a minute. Oh, no, it's at the T-Mobile Arena. Oh, right, yeah, T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, we have a lot of, like, prices crazy. there. Um, of course, everyone who bought a ticket beforehand is getting automatically refunded and getting the first crack at the tickets for the new arena, obviously. I think this is the first time WWE has actually had to, like, move to a smaller venue for an announced event since, since... WrestleMania 7? Yeah. WrestleMania yeah, 7. The Hogan versus Slaughter, Slaughter. event. Yep. Because of, um, as they put it, threat of attack. It was, they didn't sell enough tickets. No, cause, no, because the ankle sucked. Yeah, and, like, no one wanted no to see one it. No one wanted to see Sergeant Slaughter in the main event, like, as old as he was at the time. And, like, just, like, s- sweating like a stuff. Hey, did you, Dev, did you see that match? Did you ever see, like, Never. the OSW review of that? Uh, watch OSW review mm-hmm. and their whole coverage of the event. It's, they're, they're hilarious the whole time and sergeant slaughter is it's he's in a bad way he is sweating <laughs> profusely and just like he never he looked like he wipes was in his shape brow oh he wipes his brow and it's just like it's just like a waterfall it's incredible <laughs> but regardless yeah this doesn't bode well for because wwe is announcing as a as he's going to do quite a few stadium shows this year there there Dave. was this now that's gone yeah. SummerSlam, I think. They have not been selling well for shows in a long time. I remember no. I remember uh, recently, because I'm still subscribed to their YouTube ch- page, uh, seeing a match from, remember Stomping Grounds a few years ago? Oh, dear God. They, I remember seeing a picture of the curtain that was over half of the crowd. Yeah, half, the, they, half the arena. Half the arena. Like, it was not a filled. People are not, were not, are not going to WWE events. Remember when we went to that SmackDown and there was, like, barely anyone there? Yeah, it was, again, a situation like it was, like, half full. Mm-hmm. Barely anyone there. Yeah, um, this is bad because it's, like, the SummerSlam, and then there's, like, the UK one, Clash at the Castle. Like. Oh, that one's going to oh, sell yeah, out, well, though. That's going to sell out. Oh, you think so? The United Kingdom will, will come out for that. <laughs> Tickets are expensive, though. The United Kingdom will come out for that. Oh, uh, well, we'll see. Uh, yeah, that's but... one I'll watch. I will watch that show because just simply for the crowd itself, and because I look forward to United Kingdom uh, crowd chance. Yeah, you think you think Drew's gonna beat Roman for the belt? If if he doesn't, then it can only be Cody. Yeah, well, here's Roman's got two belts. Okay, yeah, I know Roman. So he... Co- Cody can win one belt. Drew might win the other. That could work. I'm fine with that. I'm actually totally cool with that. Yeah, honestly, Let's do it because it's like Roman. Roman needs to get kind of beat by someone at this point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's getting long. But it's been a good reign. But uh, speaking of title reigns and title defenses, it's time to get to AEW Double or Nothing. Double or Nothing? I don't know what that was. Jesus. All right. It's awful. It's a long event. We're going to get through this quickly. This is our main event. Why are these pay-per-views so long? Oh, my God. It's going to be so long. we got 11 matches on the card this time. Yeah. Well, two of them are probably going to be, well, one of them's pre-show so far. I can predict one of them is going to be shorter than others if hopefully someone just gets destroyed. Mm-hmm. But let's just go in the order that we've got so far. First of all, Hookhausen, Hook and Danhausen against Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling. I love how Dan Housen has decided if he's gone, if you can't beat him, join him because the curse does not work on Hook. Uh-uh. It is, it is a negative on that. So they have decided to become... How's Hook Hook dealing with this? Because he is... I mean, Hook is pretty aloof and doesn't really... Nothing really bothers... Nothing really bothers him. They train together. And uh, Dan Housen gives Hook chips. 
That's oh, nice. the friendship. <laughs> awesome. And is also, like, is it like once is one ship per one sit up or something like that? Maybe I don't awesome. know. Um, but Danhausen's original debut was ruined by Tony Nese destroying him really quickly. So oh. now Hook is gonna get his revenge because Hook also Perfect. defeated Tony Nese, mm-hmm. uh, which ran really quickly, which was not good for Tony Nese. Coming up, uh, so I say this is going to be the win for Hookhausen because, I mean, Hook rules, send Hook. Yes, he is unstoppable. Dan Housen's got to get the win back. And, you know, Smart Mark Sterling is the, I mean, he is a real wrestler in real life also, but, uh, you know, he's he's in the uh, manager gimmick right now. He's got to play the yeah, gimmick. Yeah, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised he's wrestling on this card. Yeah, I know. And he was just up till recently playing injury. Mm. He still also is the manager for Jade Cargill, but I guess we'll not come out with Jade Cargill on this evening. Yeah. As she defends uh, her TBS championship against Anna J. Yeah, okay. She's Jade has beaten her best friend already. <laughs> so let's just go for the other one. Yeah. Makes. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. on the last pay-per-view. Wow. I, can see, I mean, this is Anna J making a return, so I mean, yeah, I don't see it either. I, I see it just staying with Jade. I don't know who could be there. A spirited, a spirited loss. We'll I think it was supposed it. to originally be Nyla Rose also. Mm, I don't know. Okay. I thought I saw it last week as Nyla Rose. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got the House of Black versus Death Triangle. This, uh, this almost happened in the last pay-per-view, but uh, Ray Phoenix was injured, so and we had Eric Ridbeard in his place to take mm. the pinfall. Now it's actually Death Triangle against House of Black. Yep. And I think that this time it's going to go to the Death Triangle. Yeah, you think so? I think so. Uh, they're all back together now. It's possible. They got a lot to live up to, honestly. And the House of Black... Uh, if not, if, if the Death Triangle does not... Um, are you writing these down, by the way? <laughs> Yeah, I'm writing okay, down your picks. Yeah, cool. I'm not in contention for the title, so yeah. But I'll write mine down later. Hell yeah! I say if the House of Black wins, because they're gonna have another debut. Oh God! Or just someone, or Julia finally turns over to their side. Yeah, I was I was about to say, is that person Julia Hart? Because they've they've kind of been leaning towards that. I mean, I don't know what she's gonna do. Just, I don't know. She's I mean, been. I think that that back is a little silly. It's a it's a bit of a silly faction. Yeah, it is. Their matches apparently slap. So. Oh, they yeah, literally, they are very hard hitting. <laughs> yes. I think these people are gonna really shoot on each other when they and it's gonna hurt. Yep. Speaking of uh, some shooting, the Hardys and the in the Young Bucks. Oh boy. This match. Oh man. Oh boy, I'm excited. I I, I don't know about this. Yeah, I'll be man. honest. I mean, yeah. I hate to be the, hate to be hate. Uh. The Hardys are kind of old now. Blanket, first name Wet, but I'll be honest, the Hardys. I don't know if if, if Tony Khan should have hired Jeff because he's kind of spent <laughs> physically. Yeah, yeah. But as a tag, I will say, as a, in a tag team situation, especially I think this with could Matt, work. I feel yeah. like he's got he's got more of a chance. And also, this is literally a match that people have wanted for years. So why not do it as soon as they want on a bigger stage? And this is the biggest stage that they've got for this match. Absolutely, yeah. Dream um, match. Honestly, I think the Hardys might win this. Because, I mean, it wouldn't hurt the Young Bucks at all, honestly. I agree. Hmm. But I think the Young Bucks are going to win, and this is how we're going to finally get to the Broken Universe returning. Oh, God. I, I don't I don't know if they're going to even do that. I think that they're going to do it before anything. It's... it's 
It's a bit. I mean, Tony Khan is like stated on record like the when the Matt Hardy debut. You know, he like teleported around the arena. Yeah, he's he's gone on record to say that it's one of the things he regrets the most. Oh, like, during his booking run because he's just like, yeah, I thought he he thought it would be cool, and then it's just like, and then he's like, and then it's just kind of wasn't received. Well, he's just kind of like, oh, maybe this isn't really a good fit for Dynamite because it's a more like sport like presentation. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe it wouldn't work. The- broken universe especially when also coming to the uh, i still say the young bucks take the win okay because they should speaking of sports entertainment the next match between the jericho appreciation society against eddie kingston santana and ortiz in the blackpool combat club yeah god okay so oh, the by the jericho way appreciation society is about to be the the dead jericho appreciation society yeah they're gonna because like murdered. what the fuck is this team that they're fighting god help them i mean you've got eddie kingston as you said santana and ortiz and then john moxley and brian danielson Ow. technical difficulties ensued hello oh hey okay we're back Sorry, I lost Wi-Fi connection there. That's on me. Okay. Okay. Uh, What were you saying again? You also don't have video yet. I was saying that uh, Jericho's going to die. Yes, and oh yeah, who's 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 in Japan right now? Uh, Wheeler Yuta, he's uh, right now in Japan. Good luck to him and the best of the Super Juniors. Oh yeah, yay! He's doing pretty well from what I've seen. Good. And yeah, the, I think that the Jericho's Appreciation Society is going to get their asses handed to them. Did you know that Daniel Garcia is the current PWG World Champion? That oh yeah, I did, I did read that recently. Really? Oh, oh my god! That. Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, well, hopefully Jake Hager does not get the get pinned. That's that's what I hope for him in this match, at least, at the very oh, least. Oh, yeah. Right yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Speaking of matches, this is a match that we think is actually going to go pretty short. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, because Wardlow is going to kick MJF's ass. Yeah. He's going to destroy him. He's going to break the powerbomb record. Salt of the Earth versus the sexiest man alive. <laughs> okay, this is the one of the few things I've seen from Dynamite for my sins is the, is the lashes. Is the 10 oh. lashes segment. Because oh. that is the ratings draw. If anyone's about to get whipped with a leather belt, I will watch it. <laughs> and Wardlow was having the best time right up until like the night flash. Oh, yeah, he was. Because he was taking it, he was smiling, he was having a good time. He took it like a champ. Yeah, right, yeah, but it's like, those, and he was, and MJF was was swinging as hard as he could. Mm. And like, have you seen the meme of like, average Cody enjoyer versus average Wardlow enjoyer? Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> the side-by-side comparison of how Cody took his lashes versus how Wardlow took them. Yeah, I mean, Wardlow still got pretty hurt in the end, but you know, Ugh, he, he took it better than Cody did. Of the tenth flash, MJF just kicked him square in the balls. Yep, exactly. Come on. And then That's went perfect. even harder on him. Nice, yeah. So yeah, I still say Wardlow's got got to win this. It's it's kind of written. Yeah, they're not gonna just to. release. They're not gonna release him, and he's gonna be banned from signing from AEW. Bullshit. No way. Yeah, it actually kind of makes me wonder what MJF's gonna do after if if Wardlow beats him. It makes me wonder what MJF's gonna do because he's still got the rest of the pinnacle. Not only. I'm oh, sorry. He's still got the rest of the pinnacle, which, by the way, it's weird that MJF and Sean Spears are currently heels while FTR are faces. 
Really? Oh, that's interesting. They are definitely faces right now. Good, good for them. Yeah, I got to Well, I mean, they are because it's just like everyone. They're loves amazing. Them so They're, much. Yeah. 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 So it kind of makes me wonder what MJF's gonna do, not only for his next opponent in kayfabe, but also like behind the scenes because apparently he is not very happy with like him not getting like his. He, he wants more money, basically, because he's looking at how much Punk and everyone else is getting paid above him. Hmm. And that's not, like, too... And he's been publicly saying, like, hey, if WWE offers me more money, I'll go to WWE. He's got Bruce I Pritchard's money. He's got Bruce Pritchard's phone number, and but apparently everyone else has Bruce Pritchard's phone number, too, so who knows? Yeah, also there was a picture of him visiting Cody at the Performance Center. Oh, there was? Yeah, he tweeted. Yeah, he tweeted. He's like, I'm just visiting an old friend and it's him in the Performance Center with Cody. Oh, my God. So he he doesn't care. Wow. He doesn't give a damn. So he's going to... He's saying fuck you to Tony Khan. Oh, he's playing with fire right now. I mean, given how talented he is, he probably doesn't care. He knows his money. Yeah, he He is. He knows he's money, so... Speaking of money... Britt Baker DMD is money, and she is winning the women's the Owen Hart, uh, the women's Owen Hart Cup tournament final. Oh man, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, honestly, yeah, honestly, like this might be big. Like she is either facing either uh, Ruby, Ruby Soho, Soho or Chris Stanlander. Statlander, yes. Statlander, and, yeah. I mean. Wait, did Stadlander win? No, no, no. It's it's. Uh, I don't know who's gonna win yet. It's I okay. Still, that, that that's still say, hasn't happened yet. Yes, exactly. Okay. That's gonna happen tomorrow night on Rampage. Okay. So right now is going to Doctor Britt. D- I say it's gonna go to Doctor Britt Baker DMD. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what does the winner get? Has that been stated? A cup. Okay, it's a trophy thing. All right. Yeah, it's an actual trophy. I don't know. It might be a championship. I'm not sure yet. And speaking of the the cup, I also say that her boyfriend, Adam Cole Bebe, is going to be winning as well. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Samoa Joe just beat Kyle O'Reilly last night on Dynamite. It was a great match. A very hard-hitting, dominant, dominant match. Uh, yeah. Kyle O'Reilly really can sell. Holy shit. Yeah. I got to ask you, like, uh, keep talking. So how how, okay. how Samoa Joe been so far for you? Has he felt like he's kind of... A destroyer of worlds? Yes. Okay, so he's like, he's still, you know, still got cardio. He's still got all yes, that. Definitely. Good, yeah, because he I can mean, move. Oh, yeah, he can move. He's, I've seen his dance moves. He can <laughs> he can dance. He danced all over Max Carter. Uh, Max, Max Caster, my bad. Yeah, definitely. What was that? But I called? feel like uh, Adam Cole is. Uh, uh oh. Gonna wake up on on Sunday and and say. <laughs> I'm, I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I, I kind of want Samoa Joe to win, but he feels like it's weird because right now he kind of feels like it's like you're part of the Ring of Honor roster mm. and not the AEW roster. They gotta do something with Ring. They gotta hurry up and actually just do Ring of Honor. Just put episodes up on YouTube. Yeah, do something about. I have no idea what the hell. It, until yeah. you get a TV show. Right now, three of the champions are assigned to AEW. Or AEW yeah. send people. Wheeler Yuta, Mercedes Martinez, and and FTR. What happened to the six-man oh, okay. belts? Who holds those right now? In Ring of Honor? Yeah, the Ring of Honor six-man tag oh, team. Oh, is it, is it Honor No More? I, they're an impact. Yeah, I know, but... I didn't know. I don't think that's going to stop them. True, and Gresham is just around wherever Jonathan Gresham is. Yeah, who's the current six-man tag? Uh, the Righteous. Vincent, Bateman, and Dutch. I have no idea who these guys are, unfortunately. I know Vincent is Vincent Marseglia. 
who I know okay. is an impact. So I guess they are the six man belts are an impact right now. I guess. Yeah. But back to other yeah. tag team championships. We have the three way tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. Champions Jurassic Express is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus defending against Team Taz's Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs and Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Hey, that's Swerve. a tag team. That's that a is good an... tag team. Oh yeah, that is a tag team that where last night in the triple threat match Swerve. Uh, made the pinfall, which means they're not winning. Mm, yeah. They're a makeshift uh, tag team. How far do you think Jungle Boy's going to get launched in the air by Keith Lee? <laughs> by Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hobbs. No, you know what I want to have happen? I want, like, someone to be... Two of them to be holding, like, small guys together and just run at each other. <laughs> and just use, like, oh, God, what, what's it called at, like, the fun fair? So you get the giant, like, foam staffs, and you just whack each other with them. Uh, like the big Q-tip war, yeah, I guess? Yeah, the giant uh, Q-tips. Yeah, basically use them like that. So the, oh, God, they're going to have a lightsaber battle with men. <laughs> have a lightsaber battle with smaller men. Oh, my God. But honestly, I see the Jurassic Express just retaining this one. Yeah, they've they've been on such a tear lately. I don't think anything's going to stop, especially in, like, a multi-man situation. Like, yeah. Remember uh, Revolution? How, yep. How 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 badly it went for Red Dragon and the Young Bucks? Mm-hmm. It didn't really work. Nope. I remember that night. It was a good night. Next, the women's cha- the AEW Women's Championship match between Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. Ah. <sighs> Serena Deeb so, is awesome, but I'm so happy that she's getting like a pay per view spot, like an yes. actual pay per view match. Like I'm so happy for her. She deserves she's this. Just, she's just like she, every time I, I see her match, every time I look at her, it's just like you are like the surliest heel ever. Mm-hmm. It's like it's my kind of heel, like surly and just strong. I just can't explain. Also, she's just uh, also she's mint. <laughs> She's too great, old she to doesn't... be a wrestler. You have to be a trainer. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck that. That's a. It, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's it makes no sense. Yeah, but is she championship material? Is she gonna win the? Oh, AEW? she's championship material, but I don't see her winning. Yeah, me neither. An excellent opponent, but not not champion yet. I think it, at some point An she'll. I think at some point they'll put it on her, but I don't think it's right now. Me neither. If anything, I think Serena should be the one that beats Jade Cargill. Yeah, I I, I think that would be good. But as far as like when Deeb should beat Jade Cargill, I don't think it should be for a while. Yeah, it needs it some it time. It would be weird for her to lose to... It would, it would be weird for her to lose to Thunder Rosa and then immediately go and beat Jade Cargill because it kind of makes mm. Jade look bad because it's like, okay, so the, so the girl that couldn't beat the main championship... Well, not the main championship. Beat the women's championship. Had to kind of go down a level. I just realized to get a win. That's not good. Yeah. And then what does that say about Jake Cargill? Because that's like is that going down a level though? No, is that going down a level though? Well, I mean, the championships not, are supposed to be equal. Exactly. Yeah, they're presented as equal, but I'm just a little concerned that it's just like you can't you can't really have a rebound to win that title that quickly. I would say True. give it at least another. Few month, two months, maybe. Like, do it at like all how many out, do, I guess. How many wins does Jade need to get before she loses the championship? Because she's at like thirty and zero uh, right now, something like that. Oh, she's thirty and zero. I would say thirty-one, goes, maybe. She goes for fifty wins, and then that's when she loses. Okay, fifty. Like that's, that's a, a lot. Decent streak. Yeah, which is why I said like all out. Do it all out or Revolution. Okay. Next year. Okay. Next. For the AEW World Championship, Hangman Page 
Hangman Adam Page defends against CM Punk. It's interesting. So, from what I understand, like, and my knowledge, unfortunately, is limited of this, but Hangman Page has kind of said, like, hey, just so you guys know, CM Punk can be a massive asshole. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's, he's probably said that, which is like, yeah, I mean, he's I'm defending horrible AEW. I'm defending AEW from you, not just this championship. So but it's I, like CM Punk loves AEW, though. Yeah, I'm like, it's not. That's he? a weird. It's a weird stance to take. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know. It was a very impassioned promo, but I was going the whole time like, what? Yeah, they're, oh, they're also, trying to. It's trying to sell an idea that's not very concrete. I feel, and Hangman's trying, but it's just not working. Um, yeah, uh, I would much rather just have them talk about how. Hey man's like, look, I like, look, I respect you, but you're, you're not, you're just not beating me. And the fact that you came back here to become world champion while I'm on top is kind of delusional. <laughs> and just make Damn. some little digs at each other. So I gotta ask you, CM Punk gear. What do you think he's coming out wearing? Some sort is of. He gonna go, is he gonna do a strange society homage? Oh, that'd be good. He gets a drinking cowboy like that. Yeah, I was thinking that because he's he's done uh, the Ring of Honor stuff with MJF last time, and oh, yes. that was appropriate thematically. Also, Serena Deeb. Speaking of Straight Edge Society, yes, hell yeah, she's going for both um, of them going for the championship. Yeah, you, yeah. Do you think he's wearing? Uh, I guess he's if you're, if you're doing Straight Edge, I guess you're wearing the uh, you're wearing just the the trunks. Does he wear the mask? <laughs> the, oh, the trunks works. <laughs> Stupid mask. <laughs> Stupid mask. He comes in. He comes in, in wearing it, but takes it off mid bat like on purpose during the match or something like that. Yeah, or something dumb like that. Oh uh, yeah, because I I kind of want him to wear the fight shorts. Oh yeah, I hope he does too. I li- that was a good look. But I I feel like I love how he's changed his gear for every major match. Agreed, and he's he'll wear all different kinds of pants. He remember he wore like long pants for his return, and then he wore trunks like for his next match. Yeah, I like that he wore the long pants for the first one because it's like it's kind of like it's like is he 100 percent confident in himself? No, he's kind of hiding his legs. Yeah, <laughs> it's I a mean, little it was... bit. It's it's a little bit of insecurity, but then it's like he comes back wearing the trunks. He's like, no, I'm 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 still the best. Yep, and he was, he is, and is, but is not going to get the job done this night. I think. No, uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, I mean, it's 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 fine. It's fine if he loses, but it's fine if Hangman loses too at the same time. Uh, either before way, Kenny comes I mean, back, it, though, you can't go wrong with either option. It, I just I would feel bad for Hangman. <laughs> yeah, but before Kenny comes back, you can still uh, you can still have the rematch without the belts. Just to make it's like it's not it's a personal point of pride for Kenny at this point. Mm. And then you can have Kenny Omega versus CM Punk for the title. That'd be amazing at all out. God help us. Oh, oh God, that'd be so good. Yeah. Okay. I still say Hangman, though, for now. I'll be happy okay. if Punk wins, though. I'll be very happy if yeah. Punk wins. Yep. But that's all I've got to say. And uh, all we've got for AEW Double or Nothing this Sunday. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday. at uh, On pay-per-view. I'll... We're gonna get together and watch that. But for now, we got we got to we we getting together and talk about what we oh gamed first, not watched. Usually gamed first. Ugh, my bad. What are we gaming? Yes. What are we gaming? Well, uh, just for me, not much. Um, still need to finish out the Colossus. I'm gonna try and do that this weekend because I literally have two left to go through. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, the only gaming I would did is just. 
I'm kind of finishing up my time in Hades because I've had a I've had a phenomenal time with it. The loops and the runs have been fun. There's a few little storylines kind of left to wrap up, but I don't really feel the need to really finish them all that much. Mm-hmm. Just it's it's just some like like inner house of Hades sort of drama, which I do want to see the resolution to, but it's not super important. Like all the main story beats are done now, basically. And it's kind of just for me, it's just kind of clean up at this point. But I, I still like almost seeing all the little character interactions. I'm amazed that I'm still getting like new dialogue even after well, like over maybe like 40 hours of gameplay. That's total. a lot of gameplay. Holy shit. You sure you're yeah. not just getting repeat? Uh, I have gotten some repeats, but I'm also getting new dialogue as okay, well. Okay, that's good. I'm also getting continuations of, like, side stories as well. Nice. Which is good. Um, I think my favorite one is probably between uh, one of the, the two bosses, uh, Theseus and Asterius, which is Theseus is, like, uh, the hero of Athens. Mm-hmm. And then Asterius is, like, this giant minotaur man with a giant hammer. And, hammers. Yeah, and Theseus is the is the sort of the arrogant gloater type and Asterius is the polar opposite of that very quiet very respectful quite polite honestly and mm-hmm. then um, they go through this Theseus has a crisis of confidence for a little while where he's just miserable and it's pretty funny what's he miserable he, about is he, is he is he miserable because he can't talk everyone's ears off literally uh yeah and that and Zagreus keeps beating him oh <laughs> I keep beating them yeah and it's like giving him like issues and then eventually, <laughs> giving him social issues how dare you I create problems and then I solve them because yes. they ended up re- reforging their bond of brotherhood and it was just a very ni- it was actually a very sweet moment mm. and then I and then I dusted them again <laughs> but they're they're on but again. they're cool now they're better than ever so so it's like hey my job is done and I think my job with Hades is pretty much done all I gotta say about it for the last time play the game just mm. just whatever thing you have on it, it's probably on whatever console you have just play the goddamn game play it on pc nice i forgot to include this but we also uh me and my girlfriend have been playing more it takes two it's we're hey. still looking for the last piece of this page and hopefully we're gonna be able to get big soon we the couple is on they gotten slightly more bearable and more fun to be around and they got more complimentary of each other thankfully we yeah. noticed that murder any other stuffed animals you bastard no not yet thankfully not yet Good. Good. I, I was not. I was not a fan of that. It was a very mean scene. Yeah. I can't wait to see what else, what more we do though. Yep. But anyway, with, other than that though, I I can just move on to what are we watching and reading and listening to because I want to start off by reading because I've got I've had these books here sitting in the background for a little while now. Mm. First of all, one of them is a gift from my girlfriend is the Avatar art book. Ooh. Like the official art book. Hang on one sec. Oh yeah, I love an I love an art book. Oh. Actually, also an official comp, uh, cookbook, too. So we're going to go awesome. figure that out soon. So yeah. let me bring this stuff over. It's a lot of Avatar stuff. <laughs> yes. A nice uh, little cover sleeve. I want to see this. All right, first like, off is the cookbook. Very, Very nice. nice. Features like a um, little Better menu. Better have Uncle tea recipe in there. They not just... Well, well, sir. They have uh, dishes in, from multiple different areas of the of the nations of the world uh, including mm-hmm. the air nomads the water tribe the earth kingdom uh, a lot more of the earth kingdom the fire nation and specifically the jasmine dragon tea shop they oh, have boy. multiple tea recipes in here 
Yes. Multiple yes. tea recipes. I would love to try many of them. I would love to try many of them. It's They sound delicious, and so much of the other food on here sounds delicious. We plan on going to uh, Mitsuo Market maybe to see if to get anything we might need for that. Mm-hmm. It came with this nice printable uh, art piece of art as well for that I'm going to try and get signed, you know, by different actors. It's a beautiful piece of Very art. Very nice. Beautiful artwork of Aang. I love it. Uh, the next was the two books of the comics. Uh, the Rift, I bought this myself. These two myself. Uh, the Rift and Smoke and Shadow. Ooh. Very good books. I recommend both of them. This one seems to be about, uh, I believe in one, in this book, one of the things I can tell you is that I think we meet Toph's first husband, uh, APKA Lin Beifong's uh, father. In this, and we first see... First husband. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, because they, they were stepsisters, I believe. Uh, mm. Lin, Lin's sister who made uh, Zhao Fu, the metal city. <laughs> Okay. The Metalbender City. And this is about, like, this, uh, this has to do with also with spirits and Avatar Yang Chen, some sort of mystery with that, who was the previous air airbending avatar before Aang. Yeah. Good stuff. Good the, bu- one that, the one that Aang goes to on advice about Farlow to Ozai, and it's like, there has to be a peaceful solution, and, and Chen's like, no, kill that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ice no, him. that's that's Kiyoshi. That's Kiyoshi. Okay. Kiyoshi was like ice him. I iced okay. that other guy. It was an accident, but I totally am okay with saying that I iced him. Okay then, yeah, because like the guy fell off the cliff, and yeah. she was like, "Well, that worked. That yeah. worked out well." Yang Chen was like, "I know that you believe in the strong air and there no teachings, but this your duty is to the world. Sometimes you have to kill people. It's just what happens being the avatar sometimes." Yeah, and the waterbender avatar just surfs by and just goes kill yeah i was <laughs> like i don't do much you should kill him i couldn't defend my wife i fucked up i effed up and then smoke and shadow involves a lot of stuff involving may at may tylee suki and the more stuff happening in the fire nation basically yeah i see azula on the cover oh boy uh it's more of a spoiler to have azula on the cover there it really, so. it, it, no, but I, trust I know me, it she's is. involved in. I know she's involved in this, like the storyline for part four. So. Oh yes, well yes, exa- uh, part four. Well, it's, oh. it's, it technically is book four. It's it's book four, isn't it's it? It's book four it's on comics, multiple yeah. forms, I guess. Yeah, because in the third and uh, in the second comic book, she escapes uh, basically after being after they went looking for her mother. She, you know, runs off on her own. The last of them, at least the Avatar art book. God. Oh my God! It, there's so much to this book. Gorgeous. Like Did, I'm assuming they. Have character sketches. Do they have like the like the uncolored sketches of like facial expressions? Yes, they do. I love those. Hang on, uh, I can go back really early into some of this stuff. That that stuff gives me life. Oh, I yeah. want to see like a. Uh, I, I gotta see like a sketch of like Aang doing like one of his stupid Airbender tricks and, and just. You remember? You, you've seen that scene in Korra where like. Like a vendor okay. shows like foreign picture of Aang. Yes, yes. Something like, like this at the bottom here. Yes, I love that stuff. All this, and then God, there's I also love, I love facial expressions. A whole so like much. this is like a whole animation of like how he do like the how he basically t- a tornado around him or something like that. All the arm movements oh, like yeah. just be like. Yeah, just to twist his arms around him. Got his tongue sticking out, all that stuff. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful art book. I've looked through a bunch of it so far. Oh my god, that doesn't even look like something I remember from this. But I just open to a random page, and all of a sudden I'm embossing. Say, yeah, I'm assuming. Like, and there's also like, is there concept art of stuff that didn't get in the show? Probably. I haven't. I only got it yesterday, so. Okay. I have more to look through of it, and I could report to you. But it was really nice. It came in a very nice sleeve as well. Uh, I'm. Thank you very much to my girl friend for getting it for me i love her so much <laughs> mm-hmm. i know she's listening 
Yeah. That's all I gotta say. Um, what else did I watch? I've been, oh, we've been watching lots of documentaries and crime stories recently, and right now we're going through one about QAnon. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, those people are nuts. Yeah, they do they actually interview those people? A bunch of them, yeah. They, they interview people who they think are Q. The biggest one that was like, that could make a lot of sense, actually, was they thought Steve Bannon, one of the one of Trump's, like, advisors, was Q, and that would be like, oh, that would make a lot of sense, so. Mm, yeah. But also it made sense for these other guys that were, like, running this 8chan website to also do that. Mm. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really cool. That's what we want doing and watching. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, I spent my time valuably because I watched an hour-long toy commercial. <laughs> I watched Transformers The Rebirth. Oh, and how is, was that? Which is... It was interesting. I haven't actually watched anything of the old, like, classic Transformers cartoon in a long time, so I just... I bumped into it on YouTube, and I'm like, yeah, I got an hour to kill. I'll watch this and it's quote unquote season four but it's really just three episodes and oh. it is intense how many toys they want to sell and promote <laughs> because every five seconds it's just like man what do you think crosshairs i think it's a good idea sure shot the target master it's just hilarious the full name like that well, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's yeah. like every time a new character shows up, you know, you know that gif of the office where it's like um, Dwight, how it's Dwight and a girl standing next to him and Dwight doesn't realize that that person is there until it like, turns and just goes, the oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is me with every new character in this show. Like, like, who are you? How did you get here? Exactly. Exactly. Who are you? Who are you people? <laughs> um, and it's just like, God, there's OK, there's throttle bots. There are target masters, which are like human-sized transformers that turn into guns. There are headmasters that turn into that are human-sized transformers that turn into like the robots' heads, and also pilot the vehicle modes. A giant scorpion, a giant city robot. It, it's just like constant selling of toys. Um, there More is toys. Some, there is actually some plot adv- advancements. One of the lead human characters actually like gets gravely wounded. Ooh. And like by trying to defend his one of the Autobots and it actually gets mauled to the point. It's not like gory or dark, but it's like he gets kind of chew, almost chewed up by a dragon, basically. Did you say a dragon? Wild. And, yeah, a dragon transformer. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. And, ba- and a dragon Decepticon. Basically, the solution is like we have to turn him into a headmaster, which is essentially part Cybertronian. It's like, well, it's either that or he has to stay hooked up to life machines for the rest of his life. So get robot up, son. And he's all but he's all for it, though. Makes sense. Who wouldn't want best friends with the robot? I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't b- say no to the opportunity to become a transformer like that for real. Maybe I I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. There's a good outcome and then there's a bad outcome. Um, True. Which there's um, a guy named Hunter who has to have a word with you about that. But regardless, um, trying to think of what else. Oh yeah, Optimus Prime dies again. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even bat an eye when I say that. I love does. that. It's the robots in disguise. Yeah, no, of course Optimus dies again. Yeah, they brought him back like at the end of season three and then they kill him again. It's amazing. Yeah, so that's pretty much the Transformers Rebirth. Just a, yeah. He was rebirthed to die again. 
Yep. Well, they brought him back because because there was so much demand for it because they killed him off in the movie mm-hmm. and people were so mad about it. So they brought him back. And then for season four, it's like, uh, all right, ratings aren't good. We only have a budget for like five episodes. No, scratch that three episodes. And it's like, well, the cartoon is ending. So nothing they can do about it. Yeah. And this was like two years before they brought in the Generation 2 toy line and brought Optimus back in toy form. So, yeah. Um, that, so that's pretty much it for that. I watched just some more motorsport racing. I watched uh, the Formula, Formula 1, One races in Miami and Barcelona. How are those? Not not a whole lot of fun little races. Not much really to report. Miami's a new track. Pretty decent. There was there were a lot of good battles for uh advancing in position as well some good battles between like first and second as well going back and forth george russell from mercedes continues to get more out of his car than any other driver it is in it is staggering um because it is a it's not a good car honestly really if mercedes has fallen off fucking cliff that they used to go from like winning finishing like first and second pretty much every single race to like barely getting into like the top 10 Jesus. And then, yeah, I don't know what's going on with them, but George Russell is constantly getting into, like, the top five, which is a testament to him. And, man, if he got into Mercedes, like, a year before, he would be probably world champion. <sighs> Legitimately, he's that good. But wow. as is. And, um, but I will say, uh, Lewis Hamilton, who's, like, have you heard of him? No, I have not. No, he is, he's, like, seven-time champion. He is, like, wow. he has been the most dominant driver and he's been with Mercedes pretty much his whole career. Mm-hmm. And he's been like one of the most dominant drivers in history. In Barcelona, he basically got punted all the way back to the 18th out of 20th at the Jeez. beginning of the race. And then just throughout the whole race, just powered through everybody and finished like in fifth, which is impressive. I don't know how he managed to do it, but he did. And the championship battle is between Ferrari and uh, Red Bull Racing right now. Red Bull Racing? What the hell is that? Oh, yeah. Red. It's sponsored by Red Bull. Okay. <laughs> it's it's Honda. Well, it's Honda specifically. Oh, Honda, okay. Ferrari but and it's Honda. Like the, but the team is called Red Bull Racing. Basically. Got it. And... The battle is the battles is interesting because the championship lead is very narrow right now. I think like Max Verstappen of Red Bull is only leading the championship points by four, mm-hmm. which is pretty significant. But both teams have been having sort of reliability issues with their car. Like Charles Leclerc, who's like the head got the head racer Ferrari, his car just lost power quarter through like Barcelona for like seemingly no reason like they're trying to figure out what's going on and for him to stay in the championship lead he needs a car that can finish mm-hmm. and that's the big scary part is like room. can is like is this car actually reliable and with Verstappen he's been having technical issues with his um his DRS which is essentially it's essentially a boost button that conserve that takes energy that's used while braking while used while using the brakes and saving it for later for like a certain for a certain part of the track which is basically a straightaway and it helps with passing as well uh, okay but yeah, there yeah. were moments when the drs he would press the button the drs which just wouldn't work and he's coming on the radio it's like didn't even get the basic shit right come on damn but he managed to you know it would work sometimes mm-hmm. but sometimes is a problem yeah so, no you want it to work more than sometimes yeah they're gonna have to work on that fix that but for Stappen ended up winning in Barcelona. The upcoming race this uh, Sunday is Monaco. I'm so excited. Oh, what time is that at? I think it's at 9 a.m., I think. Honestly. Okay, I was going to say, is it going to run close to the pay-per-view again like last time? 
No, no. NASCAR is going to run close to the pay-per-view this time, probably. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll record it, though. No, I was going to um, say, if you want, we can put it on another we'll put it on another monitor with a pay-per-view as well. Mm, heck, yeah. That could be possible, yeah. Hell, yeah. Like, we'll put it on even right, earlier. We'll talk about the, Hell, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it a bit. After the show, uh, but yeah. Speaking, yeah, but speaking of NASCAR, I watched the race in Kansas. Uh, Kansas mm-hmm. Speedway, all I got to say, is pretty good. Lots of fighting, uh, especially the last laps, a great battle for the lead between, I think, uh, was Kyle Larson and uh, Air Jordan sponsored Kurt Busch with a sexy paint scheme. Let me show you this. Cool. Um, so he's Kurt Busch is um, the older brother of Kyle Busch. Yeah, yeah. You may remember a... from the Bristol Dirt Race. I believe so. Uh, let me see. Uh, Air Jordan car. So he won. So he's Kurt Busch has been around since like the early 2000s. So he's been driving for a long time. And it seems like every single time. He thinks like, oh, this might be a year where he goes winless. He pulls it out and wins. Of course. <laughs> and it's like it's I you for he's one of those drivers you forget how good he still is, even though it's been years. It's even though he hasn't won a championship since like 2005, he he can still go. Like, look at this thing. Let's see. Ooh. Look at how snazzy this is. That's look at cool. the reptile skin and all that. Look at that. That's incredible. the reptile zebra's skin. Yeah. I only say Zebra because of the black and white, but yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, powered by Air Jordan. And of course, like, he's driving for the team that is that is founded by Michael Jordan, obviously. Of course. Yeah, that's a big one. I will say the gear is a little much. Like, it does look like he's kind of wearing pajamas a little bit. I mean, he's <laughs> probably paid to look awkward. through that. I mean, I would like to look that kind of snazzy in a race car like that. Why not? Yeah, that's true. I'm here for it. Yeah, definitely. Kansas race, very good. The all-star race, Texas... Was not. Oh. It was kind of a mess where it's not for championship points. It's just for uh, the winner gets a million dollars, million dollar payoff. So it's they're racing for big money. One million dollars. And, um, it was a race where. Oh boy. Not a lot of points. Well, there were, wasn't a lot of passing. It was kind of. It was pretty boring. Not a lot of passing. No, people could get up close to each other, but not enough to pass. They couldn't build that guy's car flip. Almost, yeah. This is Ross Chastain, and he almost died. Oh, (laughs) because Kurt Busch. Well, not really, but it's like, well, Kurt Busch's tire basically went down, and is the car basically slowed down? Oh, here's the gift. There we go. Okay. Kurt's car. Let's see if this loads. Kurt Busch's car basically slowed down and lost tire to the point where. Oh, ramp. Yeah. Um, everyone was okay. No one was hurt, but that could have been almost died. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that could have been bad. And that was actually pretty dangerous. Holy shit. The rules of the all-star race are different from every other race on the calendar, because of course it is. It's supposed to be like 20, 30 lap sprints. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a 50 lap sprint at the end. And it just, it didn't work. There was a caution thrown at the end. There was a caution thrown that was supposed to be at the end which was basically led to a restart but the guy who won didn't realize it until after he crossed the checkered line so he thought he had actually won the race he was like oh thank god we're done and then he puts his his window neck down uh-huh. for his um his car which is basically i don't know if yeah i know that like the bright yellow car the window net yeah and because he thought it was done he's like okay i can take the window down and get off but it's and they're like and then there's this crew was like no no it's not over it's not over they have to they're doing they're doing a restart because of there was there was a wreck there further down and he's like oh my god oh. the problem was is that when you're racing like that you have to have your window net up 
Mm-hmm. And when you're inside the car, you know, it's it's hard to put the He took it off too up. soon. Yeah. And he couldn't do it. Oh. So basically, he had to sort of race while basically holding it up with one hand. That sucks. <laughs> um, he's, Ryan Blaney, the, the, he's, a, he's in the 12th car, by the mm-hmm. way, here. He still won. Okay. So he still Good won the million dollars. The problem is, though, is that NASCAR, for at, what NASCAR should have done is go, no, okay, everything stopped. Ryan, you got to go into the pit and have your crew set your window net back up so your car is safe because you're driving at 165 miles an hour and you basically got your window open. <laughs> what do you think it's going to do to the car? <laughs> that is going to cause some issues. Now, thankfully, yeah. again, no one was hurt, but this could have been really dangerous, that- this whole thing. I sort of watched it, but I'm glad I didn't finish it because this whole thing was a mess. Hmm. They need to go back to the drawing board and figure out new rules for this because this was just no good. Honestly. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, a Charlotte Motor Speedway, uh, which might run concurrently with Double or Nothing, I don't know yet. I recorded, but hopefully that will be better. Well, we'll talk about about watching, seeing if we can get both on at the same time after the show. But speaking of that, after the show, actually, it's it's about time to get to that end of the show. We had a good long one today, sir. Coming back, yes, sir. Yeah, we need oh, to have boy. a good comeback one. So I guess I'll just close this one out. So Go for thank it, sir. Thank you so so much. Thank you so so much for joining us this week. Whether it was watching us live here on twitch.tv slash jnj underscore securacast here, or listening to the audio recording of this podcast at Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, TuneIn Radio, Alexa, Listen Notes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and our host website Podbean, where you can listen and download all of our previous episodes at jandjsecurecast.podbean.com Don't forget to share the show. Let us know when you're listening on social media. Tell a friend or trick a friend into listening to our show by telling them it's something else only to find out that we're cooler. Oh yeah. Epic. Find us on our Facebook page. Find us on our Facebook page, our main source of information at facebook.com slash jjsecurecastpod. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at jjsecurecastpod. Don't forget to follow us on our social medias as well, which you can find on the top left of our screen currently. But if you're just listening to the audio version of this podcast, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at jryan9000. It's over 9,000! Yes, and you can follow Daft Punk on Twitter <laughs> at jgalls1918, Instagram at jgalls15, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jgalls15. Yes. If you're listening to us on Spotify or Podbean or any other audio service, make sure to check us out when we're live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jnj underscore securecast. We go live Thursday nights, usually around 7.30 and stay on until around 9. Well, we're at 10 again. Old time. What do you know? Join us and interact in the conversation. Please feel free to interact with, to email us with suggestions or kind words at jjsecurecastpod at gmail.com. Thank you to Adobe Stack Music for our intro theme and Purple Planet Music for our outro theme. And with that, we have locked up the Securecast for the evening. Uh-huh. Oh, you, Jordan, you pumped for Obi-Wan Kenobi tomorrow? Oh, I'm very excited. I forgot that's happening tomorrow. Yeah, two uh, episodes. Two episodes. Right? There's so much shit coming out really soon. Like, I think there's something else coming out tomorrow, too, but I can't remember exactly what. Um, Stranger Things. 
Yes, it's Stranger Things season four starting. Shit, you're right. Because I saw because I saw a tweet about it uh, comparing like Disney Plus and Netflix, and it's like Disney Plus is releasing things at like reasonable chunks for people to enjoy and digest, like one episode per week. Yeah. Whereas Stranger Things, Netflix is just like bleh, exactly just all at once. It, which I mean, I, I honestly prefer like the one episode per week thing. But what about binge watching? What happened to binge watching? Is binge watching dead no. now? Is no, binge watching dead? I I've never liked binge watching because it's like, it's like my attention span kind of of course like dips you know, millennial bad attention span. But my thing it's just like I can't absorb. I like to absorb information. I like to think about things. Like yeah. I can do one episode. Per, I can do one to two episodes per day. I think it depends on what I'm watching. Like if I can really take in all the inf- like it, and how much I'm enjoying the content. Exactly. Yeah. That's what determines if I can binge it or not. Yeah, and also when I when I when I have tried to binge shows, I it, it coerces me. It's like, okay, am I gonna watch a bunch of this and then go? I need a break from it and then just never get back to it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that has happened. Are we gonna have another day that never was with uh, Umbrella Academy season three? In both the, uh, the other first two seasons of Umbrella Academy, there's an episode where like they have a day and then it gets reversed all the way back because Fives does something to like go back in time again. Mm. So it's like a Groundhog Day thing. It's maybe. Yeah, I mean, have you, have you not seen the movie Groundhog Day? Yes, yes, yes. I've seen Groundhog Day, okay, but not good. like that. So it's. Well, I mean, it only goes back once. Entire. The, okay then. Yeah, not goes back multiple times. It's just the day okay, that never yes. was. It happens, and then they all go back to like suddenly. It's usually in the middle of the season, something mm, like, something okay. like that. But yeah, that's really all it is that we've got here to do and talk about here. I didn't even open up the closing music yet, so you gotta get me ready. You gotta wait for me to be ready. Uh, um, we got That's Stranger right. Things coming out too. I know they actually, I didn't talk about it, but they released the first eight minutes of it on uh, YouTube if you want to watch that now. So check that out if cool, you're interested. Cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Abed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have you not seen Community? No, I have not. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, it's Danny Pudi's character from Community. He just okay. did like almost the same amount of cools, but without noticing. Okay then. <laughs> oh, oh snap! I didn't even realize that was up on screen the whole time. But let me say for you guys here, thank you so so much for joining us here on the Jane Jay Securecast podcast. Oh, it's been a while since we've been here, and we're so glad to be back for you guys. Hopefully, bringing you guys a lot more soon, and getting up those episodes I need to get up. Yep, uh, episode 54 is coming at the time of recording. I am an hour in, so I should have it up by, I should have it done by tomorrow night. Hell yeah, sir. Uh, I'm going to probably be finishing up episode 53 after this, I think. I'm going to try to at least, maybe do, do at least a little bit of that. But then I got to go to bed. I got something to do. I don't know. Have yourselves a good night, everybody. Have yourselves a good Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy Double or Nothing. Have yourselves a beautiful, beautiful day, lovely life. Bye-bye! Oh, let's go.